0: Welcome to Braveheart Conversations,
1: where we learn the art of love through brave and compassionate conversations. I'm Jillian Aurora. And I'm Marie Wallace. And we are your hosts today. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Braveheart Conversations. I am Jillian Aurora, and I'm here with my gorgeous co host, Marie Wallace. Good morning. Good Good morning. morning. Um, All right, so today is a bit different. Uh, You will notice we are not live this morning, but we are here with you on a pre-recorded call. So uh, we make it an extra special priority to make sure we are here with you every Thursday. So this week was a bit different for some scheduling reasons, but we are still here. We are committed. We
0: are committed.
1: (laughs) Yay, team. (laughs) Yes. Um, We are here to bring you your Braveheart Conversations. So today, we are excited to be discussing feminism. What is a feminist? And this is a very charged topic. Very charged. We are not going in blindly. We fully are aware that this will raise some heckles. Mm-hmm. And um, I also believe that we are brave heart conversations for a reason. And this is a really important conversation to have. Um, a really vital conversation to have. And so I want to talk about um, some of the misnomers about feminism, what people think it is and what it actually is, um, why there are some really emotional reactions yeah. to the word. So um, let's dig in a little bit. Um, let's start with what people think it is. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so when I say, Feminist? I'm a feminist. Um, What do people think of? Well, they often are thinking of a very radical person. Um, Sometimes people are thinking of a woman who thinks that women should be in charge, um, that men are bad. Um, A feminist is a man-hater. A feminist is someone who is resentful and jaded towards men. Um, what are some of the other things?
0: Oh, no, I think you hit them all. (laughs) Um,
1: it's a naughty word. (laughs) It is.
0: It is. And like you said, so emotionally charged. It's yeah. That's why we want to have this conversation because it's not. What are some of
1: the emotions you've experienced that come up around the word feminism, the well, reaction that lots of
0: fear, because, uh, especially if the woman is really, if they, if they believe that the woman is really there to be in charge and to change all the rules and now what will things look like, how will I respond and act in this kind of world? So there's a lot of fear, um, anger, Lots of I've seen tons of anger and uh, and I think the anger goes back to the fear, right? Usually, when when we're angry about something, it's usually a fear of something. So probably a a a fear of losing power and control. What does that look like? What does that mean? What will what will happen if the world is taken over by women? You know, what will happen to me in that scenario? A threat
1: to the family. A threat to
0: the family. A threat to masculinity. Mm. It's
1: emasculating men. Mm. Yeah, these are all um, these are all the bad icky. Uh, feminist emotions that come up, right? The resistance. Um, So what really is a feminist? Yeah. So let's talk about, let's uh, let's get beyond all of the accusations about feminists. Um, Yeah. So a true feminist actually is birthed from, you know, I think we all have at least a small inkling about how uh, women did not have a lot of rights. You know, they, um, feminism was birthed because women were thought of as property and they no longer wanted to be property, right? They wanted, they had no rights. Yeah. So so because they were a piece of property, they didn't have any rights. Just Mm -hmm. like, um, your, your cats and dogs (laughs) don't have any rights or like slaves didn't have any rights. You know, they were thought of as their husband's property um, or their father's property. And so their husbands or fathers were the decision makers for them. They weren't allowed to have their own property either. So, um, No sovereignty at all. (laughs) Yeah, so they didn't have their own money. They couldn't have their own banking accounts. Um, They couldn't even uh, get their own inheritance. These were some of the things that changed down the line uh, legally. In fact, the chattel law, the law that said that women are property, actually never changed. What did change was that women were capable of owning property. And so that really changed the whole dynamic and the way that women were seen because you can't really be property and, and own, own property.
0: property. Yeah, that'd be weird.
1: <laughs> so, um, because if you're property, you don't have the right to own it. So um, that really changed. Um, some of the rights that women um, fought for were um, sexual rights. Like I'm, my husband isn't allowed to rape me. Right. Um that there's a consequence for being raped or for being beaten. Mm -hmm. Um, At one point it was totally legal to beat your wife. Mm -hmm. Um, And in
0: some places it still is.
1: Yeah. Many places around Mm -hmm. the world. It still is there. um, If you think of the reference, the rule of thumb that actually had to do with um, a switch that you beat your wife with couldn't be any bigger than your thumb. Um, so if you hear that, uh, the
0: width of your thumb.
1: Yep. So So. it couldn't, it couldn't be wider than your thumb.
0: Wow. Um,
1: that was was actually
0: sting more just from experience.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's absurd to think, well, you can only beat your wife if, (laughs) um, you know, it can't be too bad. Um, but that was the reality for women. That was, um, that was, Many millennia of our well, even
0: any rights about your own body, your own, yeah, Mm -hmm. what you can do with your body and not do with your body. And
1: well, and even looking back through history, women have really been um, minimized in historical documents, there isn't a lot of. documentation about women or their role in society other than as property. Yeah. And even the women that were leaders, the rare women, because it was a very rare thing, but when you look at um, Hatsheps- Hatshepsut, which was the only female pharaoh, or if you look at Queen Elizabeth, um, I believe that's the right queen, but there were two females. Yeah, not help can't hold political roles. Yeah. Right, so they they actually were really powerful right. women, but it's interesting because they in order to hold those positions really had to defeminize themselves. They needed to appear very masculine. Um Hatshepsut also wore the um oh, like yeah. the male attire. Yeah. Um so even though they were women in those roles, they still very much had to behave like men in order to get the, the respect. and to hold I have situations. real
0: world examples too. Um, we uh, when I worked for the police department at one point and the first female officer was very, had those same qualities, like she had felt like she had to bring those qualities in order to feel accepted Mm -hmm. and to feel that she could do a good job. I'm just here to tell you, I I've seen some really strong, amazing, little police officers that have, so we'll talk about that another time, but, but I've seen women be able to hold on to their femininity and still be able to do some things but
1: yeah um absolutely but for a long time that, that was really hostile there and mm-hmm. there's still a hostile environment for um women attempting to hold leadership positions or being in leadership positions mm-hmm. and um and there's a, a real pressure to behave like a man if you want to hold those, those yeah. positions so anyway i'm trying to just set the stage for why, why feminism came into being. And um, so these were some of the very real plights um, that women had, uh, along with voting, you know, that one is brought up a lot as well.
0: Education. But,
1: yeah, education, being able to go to college. That's another really big one. Um, these were the things that women really fought for. And there were many, many years in history where women, they couldn't read, it was mm. illegal for them to be Educated or literate,
0: which is like slaves,
1: right? Yep, and Mm -hmm. and really a tactic of disempowerment, right? If you aren't educated and you don't have knowledge, then there's a major power imbalance, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's very difficult to overcome that because it really makes you dependent on the people who do have the resources and are educated. So anyway, that kind of sets the stage for why feminism existed in the first place, and um. So instead of feminism really being this idea that women should rule men, it actually came from very much like um, the emancipation of Mm -hmm. slaves, right? Um, It was saying we're human beings and we have equal value. Mm -hmm. and. We have the right to protect ourselves. We have the right to own the same resources that you own and to exercise our own freedom and our own personal authority the same way that you do. Um, It's really just a balancing of the power, not a taking away of the power. So feminism was never intended to take away men's power. It was to equalize power Mm -hmm. and to say that, Um, you know, as a woman, it's an absolute atrocity to say that anyone has the right to hurt me, or to own me or to rape me or, you know, any of those things like that, that is unacceptable. And at some point, actually, a lot of history, those things were acceptable. Mm -hmm. Um, So, In this equalizing, you know, you have to understand where feminism is coming from. So it is that that desire for, you know, saying I am unapologetic of being a human being and I have the right to have the same things that you do. So I believe that the idea that feminism is, you know, women angrily wanting to be in charge Mm -hmm. is is really an attack on what true feminism is. Mm -hmm. And before I go beyond that, Marie, did you want to add anything to the history of why it came about, why feminism um, grew?
0: Just that there's this longing inside of you of wanting more, right? Wanting more in life and wanting more for your family and more of those things. And you just didn't have, um, and more um, sovereignty, right? Sovereignty over myself. Um, and one of the things that came up for me just now, which is similar to what we talk about when we say what honors you honors everyone, but what empowers you empowers everyone, and that's a concept that came up from that, but it's not just for women that as we empower um women that men are empowered too and and we'll probably get to that part, but that just came up for me while you were talking. It was like you know, just empowering is, is for everyone. Because when I empower myself, I empower my family, I empower all those, it ripples out into the world. And so I think it was just, it was about to happen. (laughs) Yeah, to happen.
1: Well, and I'd like to speak to that, too, that, um, you know, some men are threatened Mm -hmm. by women being empowered. Um, even because they feel threatened doesn't mean that it's not actually empowering for them too. So if you're coming from a hierarchy model, yeah. Right. Where, um, and that's what we are coming from, Mm -hmm. right. That idea that women are meant to be subjugated. Women are meant to be followers. They're not meant to have any rights. They're supposed to look to their man to make all the decisions. That's what we're coming from. And that is a hierarchy system. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, anyone coming from that paradigm and wanting to keep that paradigm is going to feel threatened. However, if you come from a collaboration model, if you come from the idea that you believe men and women are really powerful collaborators and they partners, are. Yeah. then no one is threatened. And they actually are very much both empowered to be the best versions of themselves and um, are capable of creating more and better Mm -hmm. in their lifetime when you're coming from that collaborative model. So when you believe that both human beings, male and female, um, have the same value and they're bringing, they're bringing the same value to the table, not the same things to the table, right? They have different, um, capabilities and talents and, Gifts, different gifts, yeah, different talents, we have different skills that we bring to the table, they aren't the same. So anyone that's saying feminism makes, you know, men and women, not, you know, able to be themselves an individual, that's not at all what feminism is about. (laughs) Um, It's, you know, we're not saying we have exactly the same physical strength, we don't. (laughs) We're not saying we have all the same characteristics. What we're saying is that what we do bring to the table is as valuable as what men bring to the and table. And when
0: we break away from all those traditional ways of doing things, it it also empowers us to be in our gifts. And an example of that is um, I know several men who are caretakers in the role. And because they have pulled away from the traditional roles, they are actually better caregivers in their families And the kids benefit from that because the parent that has, and, and, and in both of these situations that I am thinking of um, the, the woman is the one who is actually really good at doing her skills and that's managing and, and, and having this amazing job. And if they had stayed in those traditional roles, I think everybody would have been miserable. And it's not using like, don't you want the people on your team to all use their gifts in the best capacity that they have? And so back to what you were saying earlier with the collaboration, these couples have been able to collaborate in ways that say you do your gifts, I do my gifts, and they pull themselves out of those traditional men roles and women roles. Mm -hmm. And because of that, the families are flourishing. I just wanted to bring
1: that part of that. You're empowering people to be in
0: their gifts. Yes.
1: Yeah. And I love that you brought that up because I can't count the number of women that have squashed their gifts and have um, shamefully, you Mm -hmm. know, said, I'm not supposed to be a leader. I'm Mm -hmm. not supposed to be an outspoken, strong, opinionated woman. And um, and often I see husbands who are they're by nature. They're very passive men. And there's nothing wrong with that, but they, they both are beating themselves up. The husband saying, I need to be a strong leader and I need to be, you know, I need to be and more... He's more nurturing and it's his gift. <laughs> and, and that's okay. Like we have different, different attributes that we come into this life with and we don't fit this little box of, of giftings. And so I think. Coming from a more collaborative individualistic perspective, we are so much more capable of yes, serving our families in better mm-hmm. ways, serving our partners in better serving ways, the world in better our ways, our communities. I just think that we're, you know, when we free each other from those rules that you're supposed to be this way because you're a man or because you're a woman. You know um and it's funny because it doesn't even work well uh, you know i grew up in a very very conservative christian home and so there were a lot of those beliefs the man is yep. the leader and um he's the only one able to play these specific roles in church and in the family and in the community and the mother is only supposed to play these specific roles and,
0: and girl jobs and boy jobs and, and-
1: i watched women torture themselves because they i mean they were so ashamed that they weren't built that way or men so ashamed that they weren't built that way and they fought themselves. And the funny thing is like, they never succeeded. Um, Women who are unapologetic and stubborn and outgoing and type A, they don't end up succeeding at being submissive doormats because they're just not, they weren't built that way. They weren't built that way. And men who are passive and more gentle and more nurturing they can't beat them that out of themselves. Although I do believe a few mass murderers and serial Aww, killers and they violent kind of did. people, yeah. I do think that they get so desperate that they have gotten so ashamed of who they actually are and that they don't measure up mm-hmm. to this absurd box that society tells them they have to live in. I do believe some people get so desperate that they decide, you know, fuck it all. And I'm out and I'm going to take as many people with me. me, You know, I do think that some people get pushed to that limit because they don't feel that they can ever measure up to this And they can't be
0: their authentic selves. Mm -hmm. So why why stick around? If you can't be authentic with who you are, why stick around?
1: Yeah, And, and often they have these really deeply seated beliefs that they you know, they have internalized, you know, that's the perfect. Something's wrong with them. Yeah. Yeah. And for some reason, people won't accept me and people won't like me. And I, you know, whatever the story is, but, um, but yeah, I I think that there are some very violent consequences to the hierarchy pattern, that structure, um, for both sides, Mm -hmm. you know, I think that there's a lot of domestic violence that happens because of this power structure. I think that there's a lot of, um, Uh, breaking points that men experience too, because they are shoved in this box box that says, don't be weak. Um, Don't, uh, don't be gentle. Don't be loving, be strong, be fierce, be tough. And um, I think that that, that has some really real consequences that are are detrimental. Um, So yeah. um, The experience, the, um, the outcomes of hierarchy, we covered that. I'd like to cover what um, what feminism really is, right? So, feminism really is the desire to honor both individual, um, well, all individual people, not both, because mm-hmm. they're everyone, all individual right? People. All individuals are equal, and it's very similar to the civil rights movement, mm-hmm. right? It's very similar to um any race or class or um different different person saying that no one has more power than another no one has more privilege or more rights than another we all get the same and we all stand for having the same opportunities and not being a piece of property
0: yeah
1: right and same resources And what is such a shame to me is that we all pretty much look at the civil rights movement as a wonderful thing, right? Yes, the slaves should have been emancipated. I can't really think of anyone that would get away with saying, yeah, we should go back to slavery. Nobody thinks that, right? No, we should not go back to slavery. That was an awful system. But shamefully, unfortunately, I do hear people say that we should go back to not having feminism we should go back to the traditional way which is really just a a very thinly veiled mask for slavery slavery (laughs) of women um going back to them being property Mm. um you know people wouldn't get away with saying that about slavery but they get away with saying that about women and that's that's little scary to me yeah um that's a little uh that's sad it's it feels like a like a betrayal you know yeah um it's hard to hear that some people truly believe that i at one time believed that i did i did too didn't really know what i was saying i didn't understand the full context but um but i i even believed in my own lack of rights and um so you know you wouldn't think that someone who didn't believe in slavery was an extremist but somehow feminists or the people that don't believe in the slavery of women are thought of as extremists and that's sad to me it is so sad yeah um feminism is not an extremist movement i will say that there are some women in who the feminist extremes, movement, yeah who are coming from a really wounded place, generally, you know, people that have been really, you know, if you can imagine, if you can imagine someone who was a slave, right. Coming out of that, can you imagine the anger Mm -hmm. that would be natural to feel the righteous anger um, that they never should have experienced that Um, sometimes that anger comes out sideways and it um, it, can, it can more cause detrimental someone than helpful. To, yeah, mm-hmm. it can cause someone to want revenge mm-hmm. um, or to say, you know, we want to be in power. We want to be the ones in control. Um, so, yeah, can it get taken? You know, it, can it run away? Yeah, it can. Um, and that's fueled by anger and that's fueled from hurt and from wounds. And I think feminism is the same way. Does that speak for all of us? Absolutely not. I don't believe in a world that is run by women. I believe in a world that honors both genders, all genders, um, and allows for the individuals, every individual, to have their rights honored and and to have the same access to privilege. Um, I believe in that world. And...
0: Um, to and we're was, not there uh, yet. Oh. That's, that's, so I, I've seen to some complacency mm-hmm. and, um, it's, it's what we allow because we, I, I don't know what we allow, even being quiet sometimes is a way of allowing, um, that becomes complacent. And for example, um, well, I'll use this example later, but the, mostly what I see is, well, we already, and I've seen this in certain countries even, we already have rights. We already have women that have political roles and are in leadership roles, and they think it's going to stay that way. But it's not a sustainable system until all of us start to be, be, buy into it and be, have those beliefs that it truly is um, important for all of us to be empowered and to have the same rights. So I'm just saying yep. being complacent, isn't a role that we want to take either. You will let them all figure it out and they can battle amongst themselves and we'll see what happens. I've seen that, um, even small things. And, and, and you can tell me if this is appropriate or not, but basically I, I think of things like, um, women accepting some of the music culture where they get to get demeaned or demoralized. And, you know, cause I think, gosh, here are these women who for um, a couple of generations working really hard to, to bring women out and to let them be honored. And then in music, we allow ourselves to be, be to be treated and demoralized and demeaned. And so anyway, that was just one of my examples that came up for me.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I absolutely wholeheartedly think that that is true and such a big cop-out that we often are saying, well, what do you want now? You know, work is done. And oh, coming from someone who does a lot of women's work, it is so far mm-hmm. from done. Um, and, you know, what do I mean by that? Well, you know, when I see domestic violence is gone,
0: Um, Um, then
1: I'll I'll believe that some of the hierarchy programming is, is gone or on its way out. When I see, you know, 50% of women in our governing agencies, when we see equal pay. Yeah. um,
0: Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. When I see men stepping in to be equal parents on a equal
0: support
1: yeah um, you know those are some of the things that I, I will look at, look at objectively as um, signs that we're moving forward. But quite honestly, you know, I see a lot of women who still carry a lot of shame for not being able to um, carry the traditional mm-hmm. role um, and and they have a, a lot of guilt and pressure to really carry both. It, we're kind of in the kind weird, of bullied
0: religiously,
1: yeah. Um, yeah, they're they're expected to. I think we talked about this maybe a little bit last time, but yeah. they have um, the ability to hold any job they want, but they also have to basically have a full time job at home. And, um, so do they really actually have that opportunity? Well, it's you know, questionable. Um, they don't have the same access to money. I still see a lot of women who really struggle getting out of an abusive relationship yeah. because they don't have their own resources. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just there's a lot of things um, objectively that get to change. And and like we said earlier, there are people that will straight up say they believe in women being um, submissive and, uh, basically being (laughs) the ones
0: that want to be in power with their thumb on you. Mm -hmm. Usually, (laughs) um,
1: I've seen really horrific, uh, quotes from, uh, especially religious leaders saying that domestic violence is a direct result of women not being submissive enough, Mm -hmm. um, things along those lines. So when I stop seeing those things, then I'll believe that we've actually made some headway, but Um, The way that I see things now, we still have a lot of work to do around hierarchy and bringing that to more of a collaboration or partnership model um, instead of this, this idea that somebody has to be in charge and better than and superior. um, I have a myth about that. There's a
0: myth that comes up that if if men aren't supposed to be in charge and we are left and no one can make the final decision, then what? Like our world will be in chaos. I've heard that argument before too. It's like, if no one's the leader, there is such a thing as mutual leadership and mutual empowerment. And like, so in, in our family, um, whoever is that has the most knowledge about that particular subject, let's say with, with, family, I had more, um, more knowledge in, in how family and systems work. So I was allowed, we still talked about everything, mutually talked about everything. And then there was, when it comes to decision-making, Joe would let me, be the final decision maker on it when it came to finances, because he has way more experience in that. So there are ways to do that. The world will not fall in chaos without having a male leader. Just saying, I just wanted to bust that myth about that particular thing. Well,
1: it's funny when this comes up because it's only ever in families that I see this come up or government or church. Um, But you know, I don't, I don't sit down with each of my friends and go, okay, now who's in charge? <laughs> we we can't have this friendship unless we know who's in charge. Like that's absurd. Um, oh, I like that. That's really good. Yeah. Or a business partner. You yeah. know, I don't I don't say, well, we we have to know I'm the one in charge and you're inferior and you submit to my le-. like that would not it wouldn't fly. fly. <laughs> it wouldn't fly at all. I, I think any business partner in their right mind would be like screw that I'm out like you're bonkers. So, you know, maybe traditionally
0: because like if you had a man business partner, it might be a few dynamics you might have to think about. I don't know. Well,
1: if yeah, if you had a mixed gender Relationship, then, but like this, what, yeah,
0: we never do that. <laughs> now you're in
1: charge of this. Well, and I don't think a man would do that to a man in no, a business partnership. No, that wouldn't fly. It's
0: whoever has the gifts.
1: <laughs> so, and and I think the idea is, well, you have to have somebody that is superior or in charge, or it won't work. And that isn't true in other areas of life. Why does it have to be true in right. family or government? That makes no sense. People learn how to collaborate in lots of areas of life. You don't have to have someone who's in charge. So I just I think that that is a big myth um, that. Glad we brought it up. Yeah, busted. Collaboration is an option in government, in family, in church. Um, it is not a you know there's only room for one. Um, no, it's it's uh, a lot more complex than that. And um, so anyway, I know that we've. Probably gone over time. Um, <laughs> this is a big topic. It is um, a big topic. We've really done our best to unpack it. I think, um, I just hope after this conversation, you will not be as fearful of mm-hmm. owning the label feminist. I know for me, I I was terrified. And I actually have a recording of an old relationship where I was accused of it was a fight. Um, that a, a partner was accusing me of being a feminist. And I was like, no, 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 no. And it's so interesting to and hear myself. And now you
0: myself. can say, yes, I am.
1: <laughs> yeah. And like defending, no, no, I'm not a feminist. I, you know, I just, yeah. whatever. And today to fully understand it more and to say, yeah, I, I do believe in equal rights for just the same way as I would say I absolutely don't believe in slavery. Yeah. It's the same idea. It really yeah. is the same idea. So we don't have to be embarrassed to say, no, I don't want women to be property anymore. Like that's an old idea that we don't want anymore. So I hope that this um, brings a little more clarity and maybe a little less shame to the topic. And I'd love to hear your thoughts. I know that we haven't had uh, the ability to have live comments today, but you can still post in the comment section and we will answer any questions. You can also, you can email me any questions. Um, Either one of us, Mm -hmm. you can email me at defytheaverage at gmail.com or Marie. Marie at mariesgold.com.
0: Yep. Please give us comments because those are, those feed us and give us room for what are the questions and do more topics. And don't forget what empowers you empowers everyone.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So when you are uh, ashamed or embarrassed of saying I'm a feminist, actually, even though the guy across from you might be offended by the word, um, he actually benefits from you being empowered because you are a better service to men and women by being a collaborator instead of an inferior individual. Mm, so, um, well said, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm so happy to have this conversation. Yes, I'm glad that you. we dove into a little tricky, scary, yeah. uh, topic, but anyway, let us know what you think. You can join our Facebook group, Braveheart Conversations. You can find all of our other episodes there. You can watch and uh, give us a comment, give us a little love. And next week we are going to be talking about, um, the misunderstood masculinity of women. So we're going to be talking about how there is a balance of masculine and feminine energy in each of us, but we're going to be specifically talking about how um, there's a masculine energy that's really healthy to have in women. So that's going to be a really juicy topic as well. April this month, we are talking everything feminine. So uh, join us again next week. We feel so honored and thrilled That's that you are here with glad. us today. And I hope you all have just an amazing, amazing week. Yeah, Thank, thank you. Enjoy the spring. Yes. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, guys.